You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans Podcast, we talk about being left off the best MLS podcast list. <laughs> we are very, very bitter, but we have a great podcast. And we talk about NYCFC against Orlando City. The, another breakdown. Jack Harrison defending Frank Lampard. We also talk about Montreal for, against LA Galaxy in a ridiculous flub slash own goal yeah. by Brian Rowe. Wild. Also, the McGee trap. You'll see it. You'll love it. Trap God. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and we also talk about Colorado and Philly. They're both in first. Yeah. And in the second segment, we talk about the pay-for-play article that came out on The Guardian. It's only built for white people. Christian and I are not white people, so we break it down and we become, uh, you know, people who lead the social revolution. (laughs) Maybe we don't do that. And also, we beg you, please, put us on that damn list. (laughs) And in segment number three, we we do Facebook Live. It's Cooligans Corner on Facebook Live. We take a bunch of questions. Uh, It was great. Uh, Listen in. You're listening to... Put us on that damn list. You're listening to the Cooligans! Put us on that list. Hi, this is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club, and you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Ian Joy, and you're listening to the Cooligans. It's so cool to be in this like build up to go by in Euros at the same time. Yeah, you, you know, know what? I, I, I gotta say, for you know, when I first heard about the Copa America Centenario, Centenario, uh, which it, it just that that in itself sounds like a a novella, like villain that just showed up. Yeah. Here comes Centenario. Llegó <laughs> el Centenario. And he's like Maria. ¿Sabes quién yo soy? Puta. Just for no reason. <laughs> he comes in hot. This one. He's ready to roll. He's throwing out insults. Um, but you know what? I gotta say, I'm like. And I think this is sort of how it is with uh, with Americans in general, the way we receive soccer is like, uh, you know, a lot of Copa America tickets are still available. There's not really it's not like it's not like every game is sold out. No, I, but also like, you know, let's be honest, who wants to see Ecuador versus Haiti? Exactly. You know? But the the opening match, uh, USA against Colombia yeah. in uh, Santa Clara, I believe. Sure. Uh, somewhere some, somewhere out there. in California. Right. Uh, 60,000, 60,000 expected already. So that's insane. So this is, this is a big deal. This is, that's incredible. And, and if I can be honest, if, or if I can, if I can sort of give you an idea, like this is what America can bring to international tournaments that really, I don't think any other country can is the sheer amount of people yeah. that show up to view those. Like, you know, the Euros in France are going to be highly, you know, highly anticipated, lots of fans. Most of their stadiums are really going to fit between twenty and 30,000. We have the ability to get people in the stadiums of 50, 60. You saw Real Madrid versus Manchester United for the International Champions Cup. That was 100,000 people yeah. <laughs> for a preseason match. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's two of the biggest clubs in the world, but... You know where are you going to play that in Europe? I mean, yeah. yes, Teca. If gets, we have the if we have the quality, Americans will go see it for sure. And I yeah. think I, you know, um, I think we've proven that. I think we've proven that. You but know, they, but this they, Americans want to go see incredible soccer, and and you know, look, I mean, the MLS still has great 
you know, great drawing ability. But when these international competitions come in, I mean, you see people that don't follow MLS go to these things. Yeah, like, because they're like they're like Colombians. Are, are, are Ronaldo's abs going to be there? Yeah, yeah then yeah. let me get a ticket, please. Will he pull off a shirt even though he plays badly for most of the match <laughs> but scores a penalty at the end? Then yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. So, but you, just by like, the way, even though he didn't deserve to do that, I still applauded it. Yeah, Good job. You was, worked. I mean, you worked really hard on that. It takes yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah. To, to I'm not going to yeah. take that away from you. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, the the other day I was uh, so Lindsay Bowling is a, a comedian friend of ours who played she played soccer. For, Almost got looked at for the national team, where she, she did get. She was considered for the men's, women's she, national team. She played team. for Louisville, but she decided to just uh, become a comedian with a drinking problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for go, <laughs> just for like, go, a just like all of sports. us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, but why be a hero <laughs> when you could be a comedian? <laughs> but she uh, was so we're we were filming this uh, documentary thing that uh, another person. It's about stand up, and they're looking at the lives of certain stand up comedians. Right, uh, I was not asked to be in it. You were not asked to be no. in it. Yeah. In fact, I was asked to be out of it. Uh, <laughs> they said, can you please get away from the camera? But uh, one of the things we did, like, uh, so I met up with Lindsay uh, to just kick the ball around. And we went to Brooklyn Bridge Park. And we, I, I was taking, um, so we were filming penalty kicks. Right. Uh, and I had never taken a penalty kick before. We play in the league, but I'm, you know, penalties rarely happen. Yeah. Not a lot of red cards. Yeah. Not a lot of yeah. red cards going around. But. I was so I, I was like I put the ball on the spot and and she was playing keeper and I was like I'm like I'm a little nervous like yeah. even look there was nothing at stake yeah. but there was there's something to, no crowd there was no fans and the goal the goal is gigantic I'm like she's not the tallest person either tall. <laughs> she's shorter than me and I'm not I mean I'm not yeah. but you're what you're six foot I'm six one okay all right oh, uh, then so fine, sorry I'm, I'm five eleven and a half. <laughs> It's if I'm six one. Really oh, not, I need to correct you for that not, extra inch. It's not Could that. Could you just let it go? You know I was going to say I'm less than that, and I'm fatter than you. You can't just let it go one inch. Jesus. Also, I, when I go to the movie theater, I got approached uh, to be uh, a model. So uh, were you? Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That happened to me once. Yeah, uh, a model selling Amway. <laughs> Basically, it's all yeah. like a scam. Yeah, they of just, course. They it just is. want to, you to buy headshots. They did that to my wife once, and they were like, "We see you in this club look," and I called her club look for <laughs> the next. I think like yeah. Wow. Just using it three years. Using it in bed, just yeah. calling her club look. No, like I was, I was shitting on her every time. Like she would put on a shirt that's a little too bright. I'm like, whoa, club look is here. Um, I just kept doing that. To her. But yeah, I was she was really upset. I was taking uh, some penalty. I'm like, this is like. Yeah, you can get a little nervous doing this. I can see that. Did you did you score? I made a couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She blocked a couple. Also, uh, some are just terrible shots. You know, I'm not <laughs> yeah. I'm not particularly good at you it. You skied a couple? <laughs> Killed a bird I or did, two? I did sky one or two. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But some, I got some like, you know, upper 90 ones. And that, that felt good too. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Did you try to curl any of them? I did. I curled one to the uh, felt good? To the left. Yeah, she's short, so it was very easy. Yeah, I mean, that's where you want to go. <laughs> she's tiny. <laughs> yeah, I want everyone to know this is not an impeding person. <laughs> Person yeah, on the yeah. goal, you're you're able to score a goal if you can put your foot on the ball. <laughs> but she's but she's great. She's like what she's when she was playing on Cooligans FC, she dominated. She's so good. She right. has a cannon. For Why did left you bring foot. her up? Because the penalty kicks, uh, okay. you were like, you know, okay, Ronaldo, poo pooing Ronaldo, <laughs> right? Well, he played badly all match. He did play badly. So, was, yeah, why was he even there? Congrats to Real Madrid beating uh, Champions League. Champions, Champions League. Uh, yeah, they won the Champions League final. They beat uh, Atletico I, Madrid, which I felt deserved it more. Yeah, but mainly because they don't have Pepe. On their on their squad, yeah, and uh, the poor guy. I mean, he almost died. I think, did you see the one <laughs> website listed him as dead? Like in 20, 2016. he's like for for uh, abuse taken on the pitch, and yeah. they have like 
he was like touched barely on the shoulder <laughs> and he's rolling around on the floor. That's, I mean, you know, what, what are you gonna do? He's uh, wait, is he Portuguese or Brazilian? I don't know, but if he's on my team, I like it. <laughs> exactly. If I could be completely honest, I if he's on my team, I want that. Uh, yeah, they uh, Real Madrid won. I, I mean, it could have been it was a tight, it was what they won, uh, on penalties, it was one one, but Griezmann. Your boy Griezmann missing that penalty. Dude, I, first of all, I want everyone. I want everyone to know. I said it was going to be two one. I said Griezmann and Torres would score. I was wrong about Torres, and I w- technically I'm not wrong about Griezmann. He had it on the spot. How? <laughs> How? And I know uh, not Godin. Juan Fran apologized. Yeah, Adam and about homie. You're not the one who has to apologize. Yeah, Griezmann, <laughs> get your ass over here. You should be crying in front of the fans. You should be apologizing. You should be going on Instagram afterwards. Not Juan Fran. Juan Fran was one of the penalty kick takers at the end. You, he wouldn't have had to do that exactly if you would have scored. Yeah, that is it. I don't care. I don't care what 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 you did in the game. I, if Ronaldo would have done nothing but score um, a penalty during the match that wins the game, you've you've played well. Yeah, you don't have to come in early. No, no, two a weeks for you for the next day. Like two a days for you for the next week. Two weeks, yeah, two weeks not so bad. That's two a weeks. I got to be honest, I still don't want to do that. I'm like, is that punishment? I mean, three days off in between each, I still don't want it. Uh, you know, how do you do that? How do you go up there and look? If you put it on frame and got blocked, that's one thing. How? Yeah, he just he, he hit it off the crossbar. Blasted it. Blasted it off the crossbar. Blasted Too it. much juice. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you use your, it's like you let your phone charge overnight and you use it for like two hours and it's still at 100%. You're like, I think I broke this thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's too charged. That was, uh, but you see, you see the amount of pressure. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're in the game already. You're already there. So that's the difference between Griezmann and Ronaldo. Yeah. That's it. I mean, look. Put your shirt back on, <laughs> Griezmann. You didn't earn it. But uh, yeah, it was a great Champions League final. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Riv- riveting. And by the way, that's the kind of match you want to see. You know, yeah, you want to uh, see these two teams really going for it, playing with a lot of heart, and uh, you want to see Pepe rolling around on the floor because a bee touched him. <laughs> it's Pepe or Mar- or uh, Marcelo. Oh, Marcelo. always. By the way, why is Marcelo so fast on FIFA? He's faster <laughs> than everyone. You can't beat him down yeah, that right side. So, yeah, so annoying. They got well. They got to adjust. There's a couple uh, FIFA ratings have to adjust. Like, Navas. Okay. By the way, I, it takes you have to bulldoze <laughs> through the goal to get it past Navas. It's very frustrating. Uh, they. I was playing with NYCFC uh, the other day, and I'm like, why is Jack Harris? Jack Harrison's his picture is not on the on the game. No, yet. he's got like the Facebook you just loaded exactly an account kind of silhouette. <laughs> he's, he has the the you know the Twitter egg of FIFA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. He's still an egg. Uh, and and I'm like, no, he's he should be higher rated. He's way much better. What is he like a 64 60, or something? He's like 66 or 67. Yeah. Like, no, that's not. No, he's clearly better than that. He should be at least a 75. Yeah, at, at minimum. They they clearly didn't watch the game when he subbed in in our seven no loss. No. And R J Allen should be 99. <laughs> Did you see that pass? Yeah. R J Allen, congrats to R J Allen, MLS Team of the Week. Yeah, Good. well deserved. Well deserved. He's been. Uh, and your brother got in a game. Uh, yeah, Brandon the- Allen for the Red Bulls. Yeah. He clearly looks like the bar fighter of the family. <laughs> that kid has got. He's a he's a much meatier person. Yeah, he's a, he's a lot. He got a lot of neck. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot neck. Of, it's it's neck literally strength. shoulder blades right to ear. <laughs> it goes it goes where your where your where your arms connect to your body goes right to the ears. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think he tried to. Uh, speaking of bulldozing, he tried to score a goal with his entire body. Uh, he almost took out the crossbar, the post, um, and it did not count. He was, it offside. Didn't, it was offside. But he ran around for a quick second as if he scored. So the 
jubilation is is more than enough. I yeah, guess, it's the, the thought that counts, right? That's what, how it works yeah. with goals. Not yeah. that I ever want the Red Bull to score, but you know, congratulations to the Allen family. Yeah, you have two footballers. Yeah, that must have been a weird family dinner. You know, <laughs> after after the <laughs> Could you pass me the potatoes? Specifically, seven of them. <laughs> R. Jalen slams the table, <laughs> slams the fork down, gets up and leaves. Uh, but there were a lot of uh, amazing MLS matches uh, this week. Well, look, this is this is the league of the future. Uh, it's so exciting. Dude. I mean, the goals. I mean, uh, you know, we were talking. What were we talking about? We were LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy. Mike McGee's kind of worldy. You know, <laughs> it was world class. If you you watched it, for yeah, those yeah. of you listening who didn't, he was literally in front of goal. A cross comes in. He. Stops it with the back of his leg, kicked up. So, like, he kicks up a back heel, traps it down. But I think what happened was, if you watch his eyes, look at his eyes in the slow-mo, uh, which was the first clip of it I saw was a slow motion. Uh, he can tell by the way it hit his foot that it didn't go up. He can tell that. He's like, wait a minute. Yeah. I trapped that ball. <laughs> so he turns around. His body is going away from the ball, but he turns around. He sees it. He's like... <gasps> Yeah, you can't believe it. He's right there. <laughs> yeah. He's like talking to the defender. He's like, do you see what I just did? I, know. I mean, this is pretty impressive, no? Uh, I've been in the league for a while. This is the nicest. Uh, and he, he goes to kick it, but he kicks it in a way where his body was still going away from it. Mm -hmm. So it kind of looked like he sort of lunged uh, for it. Perfect shot. A perfect trap. I can't argue with that. We can all agree. He did not. He wanted to do that, but he, I didn't think he thought it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And then when it happened, it's like you say something to a pretty lady and it works. You're like, oh, my God, we're oh going on a date. I was just harassing you. And <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this is working. I could have sworn you were going to slap me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're calling me and not the police? That's crazy. Uh, that's kind of what happened. Like he he just put his threw his leg up. Yeah, yeah. And it, it kind of it was like, remember that famous goal with uh, Jack Wilshire and Giroux? Where they just kept going back and forth. Oh uh, yes, yes. There's a there's a there's a moment in that where Jack Wilshire, where Giroux one times it to Wilshire, and Jack Wilshire is past the ball, so he just literally kicks his back leg out. He kicks his leg back, and it just so happens to hit the side of his boot and go directly back to Giroux. Whether he meant to do it or not, he showed a bit more confidence in its ability to happen. Yeah. Mike McGee did the exact same movement with his foot, but when he saw it, he was his eyes got massive. <laughs> his eyes were like, yeah, what? He didn't pretend like he's done it before. Yeah. yeah. Like he has a camera and he says to a lady, like, maybe you should take your shirt off. And she does. And he's like staring through the camera like, that worked. I can't believe she said yes. She thinks I'm a photographer. <laughs> We're in an alleyway. You know, it's kind of that's how it felt. Like his eyes were massive. Yeah, there isn't. Um, the first time you asked a girl for a number and it worked, that's the look he had on his Yeah, that, that's sort of like the in MLS in general is that we're not used to seeing that sort of that world class quality. So when even for the fans, when we do see it, it's we're like, oh, my goodness, how much these tickets were only like 20 bucks. This is <laughs> yeah, pretty good. That was worth it right there. <laughs> I can go home now. I mean, it kind of reminds me of the I mean, we talked about it already, but the R.J. Allen pass. Yeah. Where we're all watching. Like, I guess is that's so curling. I guess, <laughs> yeah. I guess the Portland Timbers. Yeah. R.J. Allen to David Villa. Yeah. Uh, we're all watching like. It's like going right for it. We, yeah. I, like I felt like there was a heat seeking device <laughs> in the ball. Like it just didn't. And it's not nothing against RJ. We love RJ. He's going to be a future guest yeah. on the show. We've, we're trying to sort of lock the date down. But, you know, you watch and you're like, what? <laughs> this guy was teaching soccer in yeah. Staten Island. No, there is know? there is a heat seeking. Uh, every ball that goes to David V, it's just it's just a tr it's like he's like a, a it's like a magnet for his it confidence. Is. His confidence alone just magnetizes the ball right towards him. I believe it. <laughs> you can't you can't tell me that's not true. We did go to uh, speaking of the MLS matches. We did go to NYCFC against Orlando City at 
Yankee Stadium. A lot of uh, TIFOs and people talking about the previous match against the Red Bull and how would we react. And, yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, the one in Spanish was great. Like uh, um, in wins, we align with you. We're, we're behind you. In losses, we're going to be honest with you. Okay. And I thought it was perfect. Yeah. And they, you noticed that in the supporter section, that was a, there was a real like – Guys, you got to earn us back. Yeah, and it was. It's not. We're not going anywhere, but we're not. We're not. Yeah. We're not going to fool you and let you think that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of things have come out from that match, uh, particularly. Um, sort of the fans have been, you know, I guess putting. We're behind you, but we want to see more. I guess is probably the gist of what everyone has said. You got to show some heart. Seven nothing is a tough loss to take. It's a punchline that's not going anywhere. I wore an NYCFC jersey <laughs> in a video for Flama, and one my there was hundreds of comments. Yeah. And the first one my eyes went to, <laughs> someone who just wrote seven hyphen zero. I mean, come on, it's about yeah. it's a sexually charged video. It's like the whole thing is about like yeah, it's pretty disrespectful. And the first thing you go for is that which it's, I got to admit is hilarious. Which is so funny, which it, which shows how much that rivalry is real. People it's do It's so real. It's like it's been around forever, <laughs> and we've never won one of those matches. Yeah, it's 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 palatable that that rivalry I, is I, there. I wore a, uh, an NYCFC jersey in a Flama video, right? And the majority of the comments. This was before the seven nil. And, and uh, the majority of the comments was like, who's this homo in this NYCFC? Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, take it easy, guys. <laughs> Everyone down one notch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, feelings. <laughs> yeah. We got feelings here. Uh, that guy has feelings <laughs> and he's reading the comments. People talk about this all. I was talking to Dan Soda, very funny comic, just did his hour for Comedy Central. Please go watch it. Um, we were talking about he was reading internet comments. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. There's two things you could do. Get enjoyment out of it or don't read it at all. If if it ruins your confidence, don't read yeah. it. Or do what I do. Number three, masturbate to them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you <know>. masochist <laughs> over here. Whatever it takes. Or look, man, it's the only way I can get hard. There was, <laughs> there's two guys named Alexis that are fans of NYCFC, myself, and a guy who right now has the, what I could best explain is Greaseman's haircut. Yes. It's like shaved on the sides, long on top, dyed blonde, terrible, doesn't look great. <laughs> Someone said Alexis's haircut is giving me a headache in one of the comment boards in one of the, in one of the boards as a comment. And someone put, yeah, I know a big dude like that. Can't pull that hair off. He was talking about the other one, dude. <laughs> like what? Not mine. <laughs> but what do you mean? I can't pull mine off. It's my career. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this hair is it perfect. Is the source of your confidence. It's it's a hundred percent. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. The other one. <laughs> it, they hurt. They yeah, internet hurt. comments. But you know what? I love them. I love that. First of all, people are talking about me. I'm that narcissist where I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Bad publicity, still publicity. It's kind of nice. Uh, but geez, man. I mean, seven nothing. It's so watching watching the team come out and play as well as good as they did for 89 minutes was really <laughs> it was very exciting. nice. So if you don't know, NYCFC uh, ended up uh, in a draw with Orlando City. They tied I mean, two to two, literally on the last, uh, literally on the final. Minute. It's not a kick, but it was like it was. If you minute. watch the USA versus Portugal match of the last World Cup. It was exactly like it. Yeah. We controlled it. We were up 2-0. 2-0. There's no more dangerous scoreline than 2-0. Yeah. Uh, and again, we let them back in. And then in the uh, the last thing that happened was them scoring with a header. So the the there was an uh, amazing moment in the game. Some great highlights. Uh, David Villa. Pirlo to David Villa. Pirlo to David Villa. Uh, <sighs> you know, MLS, have they've been sharing it like crazy. It was a great... Uh, a great through pass and then a chip over the keeper. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it a long ball. It was more of a ball over the defenders. 
I, I guess it was a long ball because it's yeah. far enough, but it wasn't like a route one hoof and chase. No, no, it was it like, was a pinpoint pass. Yeah, and glad I got through that <laughs> pinpoint pass right to David Villa's, I guess, chest slash shoulder, mm-hmm. where he just puts it down and just like, oh my god, beauty! Right, chips it over the uh, goalkeeper. Yeah, right, is this the same goal I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, he he chipped chipped it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I mean, if you haven't watched it, it's, you must not be following MLS on Twitter because <laughs> they posted it a hundred times, and 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 for good reason. It was a gorgeous goal. So uh, NYCFC was up two nil at halftime, and then uh, there was a great moment where uh, there was a handball. Ky- Kyrie Shelton had the ball. Uh, he was about to trap it, and the defender fell down, put his hand on the ball. We didn't know. We we couldn't tell. Right, uh, live. We couldn't see. We thought it was a panel, uh, like a foul in the box, but it wasn't. It was a handball. The the defender fell on the ball and he put his hand on it, and almost did, it. It was definitely not intentional, but the ref, you know, he saw it, called it. It okay. affected the play. Pro referees, you know. <laughs> well, you know what? It, it what it did do was prevent Kyrie. It stopped the motion of the ball, right? Because Kyrie was going towards it and he was about to basically kick it in, but he he interrupted the movement of the ball with his hand, right? Which so is intentional or not, you got to call it. And the thing is, like the hand has to be in a natural position. Yeah. I mean, I don't expect, I can't imagine anyone falls without moving their hands. Exactly. I actually, I, re- I still remember I was, I used to do the, I used to do the surveys in the mall on the weekends. I worked seven days a week. So I was one of those guys really? who, who would stop you in the mall. Oh my God. I hated you. Oh my God. I was the worst. <laughs> but you know what I would do? I, I'm sure the statute of limitations are well over. Uh, <laughs> you would be $20 for an interview, but the interview would take two hours. This is back when cell phones weren't as popular. So if you took your cell phone number and changed one of the numbers, you just get a busy signal. I just made up a bunch of different names took all the servers myself real quick on the computer, kept all the money. I made like an extra $300 a week. It was great. Oh anyway, my God. Yeah, yeah. Again, kid from Newark, don't hire them. Yeah. Uh, don't hire them to handle your money. Um, you either, you either got to sling crack rock or yeah. hustle people with weird hustle, surveys. Hustle, hustle service. A lot of bad movies came out because of me. A lot of movies that should not have been made um, came out because of me. But uh, they're like, Geely, you sure? It seems to be people in people in New York and New Jersey love this. Desperately want this movie. <laughs> yeah, Jaylee. I mean, it's so popular. Uh, <laughs> Battlefield Earth? Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Seems like 4,000 you know, people. Is- green light at two, number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I used to keep all the money, but I still remember this one time, this brother and sister were kind of play fighting. And I don't know what was wrong with the kid. The The boy had a, a small problem. I don't know what it was, if it was uh, mental or um, like, yeah, if he was mentally challenged or okay. something. But the girl was not picking on him. But you could tell that they were both fighting. But he kind of sometimes fought back and sometimes didn't. Well, she straight slaps him and he falls. But he never moved his arms. So he literally <laughs> ate the fall just totally on his face. Yeah. And we were all like, <gasps> like the, the look of, you know, it's like it feels like an hour and a half that they're falling and yeah, you're trying yeah. to help. Yeah. But you can't move. And we're all like, she's bleeding everywhere. And we were like, what happened? <laughs> like and it, everyone's blaming the kid. Put your hands out. Yeah, it's a natural instinct. Break the fall. Break the fall, yeah. What is happening? It's the only time I've ever seen it, other than like, you know, in, uh, you know, someone gets knocked out in a, in a fight, you yeah. know? Uh, but it was wild. Well, I guess the, the ref wanted him to not put his hands out. Yeah. Just fall on your face. Natural position is, yeah, put yeah, your just, hands out. Yeah, just fall right on first base. Come on. <laughs> Hit your head on the ground. Concussion. But it led to a uh, penalty kick by David Villa. 
that has uh, has been that, that is still in orbit. <laughs> still in orbit. <laughs> that it's being uh, you know memefied, yeah. uh, which is kind of great. There's a great so via uh, he. Look, this guy is—he's a stone cold killer. He does not miss these. No, 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 no. This is what this is his job—is to put the ball in the back of the net, and he's and really good at it. He he uh, he put the, the 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 balls on the spot. He went to go kick it and slipped. You can tell you saw him uh, uh, his left foot uh, just slipped across the the, the Yankee. Well, the the grass. pitch the pitch picked up on him. That yeah. was the problem. He didn't plant his foot. And and he, I mean, he sailed it into you know it yeah. was it was a it was a home run it was a home run it, it was, was literally run. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Starling Castro was like pretty good <laughs> wow <laughs> Mark Deshera was like that's how you do it <laughs> very nice so uh, and this has been uh, my favorite meme so far was um, the I forgot her name the girl from Charlie Brown the, the oh that's right who pulls the football away from they Charlie have, they Brown they put her in they it. put her in it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! While he's running up, and uh, and that was great. My other one that I loved was uh, they have a photo of his face as he's falling. He realizes what happened, and he has an oh no face. Yeah, like oh. (laughs) And someone put uh, David Villa's vanilla strokes, (laughs) which are vinegar strokes. So, would you know what that is? That's like an O face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the face you make when you when you finish. (laughs) I don't know how else to put it. So after that uh, terrible miss, uh, that's it. Orlando King cost us the match. They they scored uh, once again, just like the Champions League final. Yeah, yeah, they that, penalty. It, it changed the the um, the momentum clearly. Right. And uh, but you don't. I mean, do you blame the team for the seven 0 loss? Are you? Uh, do I blame the team? Yeah, I mean, they, that's yeah. squarely on the shoulders of the players, right? They didn't come out with oh, you heart. Mean, oh, you mean just the club itself? You, the- yeah. Like, it's their fault that they lost 7 0. This wasn't. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. They, I think because they, I don't think, I think I don't they were think, mentally unprepared for yeah. it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, the Orlando game, I don't hold it against them as much. Yeah, we let them come back in a draw, but they were, we had opportunities to win. Yeah. It seems like we responded. So much better. Yeah, NYCFC dominated that game and deserved yeah. those three points. Yeah. Uh, and and when when you look at the replay of the final the final goal, uh, Kevin Molino scored on a header. I initially thought it was like a bicycle kick, but it wasn't. He the bicycle kick was attempted by was that attempt- Bautista, who by the way. I don't know, bigger than bigger. a linebacker? I mean, this guy, is, when he came in the match, we're like, is he here to fight somebody? <laughs> He's a big guy. He does not look like he plays soccer at all. He's a yeah, monster. But at that point, that's when I, I was like, you know, that's when we needed Poku or somebody just to like a body. We needed someone to muscle him. Exactly. Because yeah, he was, he controlled whatever he wanted to up front. Exactly. Dangerous guy up front. But I think it was Kyle Aaron who headed it back over. Headed it, yeah, it was a cross, headed it back. So in, instead of trying of to get it in, like it was past the goal. So he's on the other, he's, uh, he's further than the far post. Yeah. And instead of trying to head the ball in the goal, which I feel like is most people's first first instinct. He had it back sort of further away from the goal in the direction of an, of another of two players that were standing there while every one of our defenders were just and ball watching. Two two players were not covered because everyone went towards Kyle Aaron. Yeah. Which it, I mean it's just such a defensive lapse. It makes no sense. It's how we are sometimes. I mean, it, you know, NYCFC sometimes is very reactionary, yeah. you know, um, and, and that annoys me. It's like it's a lack of proactivity. Well, they're, also, not, it, well they're like they're not they're not trying to win. They're trying to not lose. Yeah. It, it's the prevent defense, if you will, of, yeah. the, of the MLS. And sometimes that's just how NYCFC plays the game. They're like, 
you know, like everyone's just like running around like chickens without heads. And, you know, Jason Hernandez has to make a, a slide tackle to block the shot. I mean, all these things are exciting to watch and everything. And, but you don't want it to be that way. We wish we were a bit more rigid. Yeah. I would actually prefer, and I, this is the first time I'm saying this, I would prefer a more defensive team that had a better, um, you know, counterattack, something closer to a Leicester or, you know, um, an Atleti, something like that, which seems like, in the pitch, this tiny pitch that we have, that's kind of what we have to do. Well, when you see the teams that are doing well in the league, you know, Colorado and Philadelphia are the top two defensive teams. Colorado has the least goals allowed and mm-hmm. uh, Philadelphia second. So it's the the the, the system is clear. How you, good is Tranquillo? Oh, Barnetta, yeah. Oh, my God. What a great so name. Good. Tranquillo. <laughs> it should be Tranquillo. But yeah, but no, this is it's like it has a little twist. Also, he's Swiss. It makes no sense. None of it makes sense. <laughs> so they call him Tranquilo because yeah. I don't think that he pronounces the yeah. And it's so I'm very frustrated by the whole thing. <laughs> I want to just call him Tranquilo. But what I mean, Barnetta, there it is. It's easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, what incredible, incredible footwork. He seems to be. I mean, Philly, he played for Galatasaray at one point. It's surprising to see Philly, uh, you know, in first. But <laughs> surprising. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for sure. They've been but it, look, abysmal. When you, when you watch them, I'm like. They're consistent. They beat yeah. us. They beat NYCFC. Yeah, and, and them in Colorado. Colorado was beyond abysmal last year, and yeah. here they are. One one thing I did want to cover, the last thing about NYCFC, uh, <clears throat> if you saw on Twitter, Jack Harrison, number one pick from the MLS Super Draft. Almost uh, a homegrown player, a British guy from Massachusetts. <laughs> but he... Um, uh, Frank Lampard uh, <clears throat> was subbed on into, uh, into the game. And uh, and again, he and, is booed. And again, he is booed, but a little mixed. The jeers and cheers. It's the, the ratio starting to go towards cheering. Yeah, because uh, he's had enough. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, but that it is. We've made it. our point exactly. He yeah. he gets it. I think he yeah. heard us. I think he heard. Yeah, he made <laughs> I a cheered. Comment. I cheered. I was supportive. Uh, I, have, I did nothing. I have no ill will towards the man. Um, but uh, Jack Harrison uh, defended Frank Lampard on Twitter saying... Well, he didn't. He sort of asked, like, why are we booing him? But but not in a, like... Like, he wasn't exploring why. He wasn't inquisitive. Yeah, he was no. like, why are you guys doing that? <laughs> no, he was like, why are you doing it in a disapproving tone? Yeah. That's how I took it, clearly. Well, there's no boo. There's no, You don't <laughs> boo someone in a good way. But he asked a question... Hey, why are you guys booing him? He worked harder than anyone I know. Yeah, and he's here to help us yes. the whole nine. Look, I I responded. You did not. Right? I did not respond. A lot of people responded in very negative ways. I took the tone of, let me just explain to you, because I like Jack, and I get where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. And I think I would do the same thing if I was Frank's teammate, um, especially if I was a fan favorite like he is. You know, Jack is a fan favorite, so he's probably one of the guys that's best to mention it. Like, if Kyrie mentioned it, He'd get shit on immediately. Run into an open space, you asshole. And then maybe, you know, quit banging two girls at one time if you have enough energy to make a run. So, yeah, like he would he would get a different response. Jack still has like that honeydew on him. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong yet with him. Yeah. So he asks and I said, like, well, people are still holding on. And that's true. People are holding on to last year. Cho- choosing to stay with City made us. Basically, he ate up a DP slot that we could have used elsewhere, and we're almost halfway through the season. He still has well, well, not really, but we're kind of close, and he still hasn't played on the team. I mean, not consistently, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, we're all upset, you know. And and I'm upset. I'm more frustrated than I am upset. What about you? I mean, I have, we haven't talked really about the Frank Lampard situation. I um Lampardino. 
it is it is frustrating, uh, especially this. There's something about this season where like now I feel more emotionally invested than than ever. Uh, and but last year was a novelty. Not yeah, not last year. Was, oh, this is cool. We don't expect much, but. So at this point, and we're you know NYC are sitting, uh, they're sitting fourth in the Eastern Conference. So there's this like we can get into the playoffs. This is very much it's plausible. Right. We're having a better you know first uh, uh, you know third of the season than we than last season. Yeah, as of right now, we deserve we deserve a request to be in the playoffs because we're in it. All yeah, we have to yeah. Do is keep up this momentum. Exactly. And um, it, look, I think it's I. I which injuries in general, I, you know, I don't think it's for, I, I don't think it's Frank's fault that he got hurt, and I don't think he's not trying to get back. I I do think that when he is there, he's look. I I mean it, it's like difficult to sort of accept this and just say this, but like he's like a shadow of his former self. He doesn't for sure doesn't really seem to provide like you know a, a big complaint with Pirlo is like sort of his like like he's a defensive liability to some degree. Sure. And that Molino goal, he's supposed to be marking Molino. He should have, you know, that would, probably wouldn't have happened if if Pilo just marked him and just followed him a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I I almost feel uh, like Frank is more of a defensive liability. I, I athletically, physically, I, I I just don't think he he doesn't look good. Yeah. He, he doesn't look. And at this point, he's over a year removed from that city stint. Where he looked up like one step too slow for the champ for the for the Premier League. Yeah, you, all I hope is that he just gets better and gets more fit and gets more comfortable. If he goes I, back I, to what he was the season he should have played last year, we'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and again, I, you know, a lot of the players have come out and said that his veteran leadership in the training and his help in the training has been pretty great. So you know, maybe that's enough. It's just hard to pay a DP. The guy's paid the most of anyone in the league. Yeah. No, is he the most? Yeah. Well, he, I mean, it's... They say he's the worst signing in MLS. I mean, I, gonna, I, there's no way to argue with that. Yeah, you he's can't. Clearly there's the nothing worst. you can say. There's no proof he you can He's clearly the worst signing. It doesn't mean he's a horrible human being or a terrible player. Yeah. But he's clearly the worst signing. And it's just unfortunate. Look, he did get injured. But, uh, you know, when even when he played last season, it wasn't like, oh, I'm so glad... This guy's on our squad. Yeah, it, he's not really showing anything that says he's he that he deserves to be on this team and, and, and right. that we need him, and also that he deserves to be paid that much money. Come on, Chinese Super League, <laughs> come shopping at NYCFC. Um, well, this is his last year on contract, so exactly. And I don't think he's coming back. You think <laughs> he wants to come back? But first, he wants to spend. He wants to spend part of the summer. I want to. Cover two more things in MLS, uh, two more games. Uh, we did talk about um, Mike McGee. Uh, the LA Galaxy lost to Montreal, the Montreal Impact. Last second yet again. Last this one was a free kick from <laughs> Didi. Three parks out. <laughs> like it was, it was, he was in the parking lot, I'm sure, of another stadium. Didier Drogba, uh, on the, the game aside, 2-2. It was in the 93rd minute, I believe. Free kick. Look, and we know Drogba still has a cannon on him. Right. And by the way, it was right to the keeper. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Rowe, right? Brian Rowe, the, I mean, directly to him. It was a strong shot. It was a little bit of movement. He parried it. He did it, yeah. <laughs> Into the goal. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but like it hit him with such a force that he wasn't prepared for that the ball ricocheted off his hands and gently went into, yeah. over his head, into the goal. So it is like embarrassing. That is a difficult thing to to deal with. I mean, right. huge win for Montreal. They shouldn't They shouldn't have got the they win. They ran around the pitch like they won the Champions League. <laughs> it, teams do get kind of happy when they beat LA Galaxy. You know, you, you only play 
uh, you, you don't play every team every year, right? Oh, no, you play them once at least. No. The Western Conference teams. That's not, it doesn't work out that way. Like it should be home and away once. No, each. no, exactly. Doesn't always work out that way. But when, you know, last year, LA Galaxy only played us once. But and, it was, we, we, and we played uh, at the Step Up Center. Yeah. yeah, they didn't come to New York. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're the biggest club in the MLS. Because they have as many DPs as they want, apparently, <laughs> and keep adding on to it with Zlatan. Thanks, guys. Um, but you know, they they are probably the the biggest club. I would say NYCFC as far as player profiles, we yeah. would be the second, but they certainly are the first. Steven Gerrard, Keane, G- Giovanni De Santos, Ashley Young, you know Van Dam. You know, yeah, like yeah. they have a bunch. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, so they were they were, it's a, a big win and very exciting uh, for them. Uh, I just feel, you know, yeah, you sort of feel bad uh, for Brian Rowe because the, the 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 shot went directly, so directly to him, and and it's an it's like an elementary thing. I mean, there's no those are the shots you dream of as a keeper. It's right there. It's right there. He didn't have to move right to his. I mean, right to his like his chest. I yeah. mean. Uh, and it literally just slipped out of his hand. It's so, like you want to whisper in his ear right before the kick. If you could go back in time, and go. You're allowed to use your hands. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, I just I sort of hated uh, Drogba's. He was so happy. Oh, he he geez. ran around, took off his shirt, but then like milked it. You didn't really earn that one. No, you hit it hard. I mean, he kind of did. It's like he hit it hard enough to do that. Yeah. But if it should be an own goal, I mean, that's how bad it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, I don't think it, it got marked as an own goal. No, it didn't, but no. it should be. Yeah, yeah. That's embarrassing. <laughs> um, also, uh, the Red Bulls defeat uh, Toronto FC, uh, BWP with another hat trick. Yeah, with, by the way, down to 10 men for, I think, the entire second half. And Toronto FC missing, you know, Giovinco mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, missing Bradley and who cares about Josie, uh, but missing, you know, those two big players and they couldn't do anything about it. I mean, yeah. I, as a fan, nothing frustrates me more than when a player's down, uh, when the other team is down to 10 men and we still can't score on them. Nothing frustrates me more. And I know, look, the Rebels have been playing much more of that gag and pressing that, that, you know, swarming press. It's it, it even works when they're down to a guy. I mean, down to me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Remember how bad they were a couple weeks ago? What is happening? It's it's a. Uh, I mean, what is new? Like they're a new team. I a mean, I guess new. it took some time to get like comfy. Their you know? goal differentials through the roof. Well, once <laughs> you know, once you uh, uh, you know, uh, peg uh, <laughs> NYCFC, the pegging that they gave yeah. <laughs> they gave the team. Once they did that, they're like, oh my, you know what? I think like, we've got some. I think, uh, we got- <laughs> I think we've got the ability to keep doing this. Yeah. Like, They've scored 11 unanswered goals. That's huge. Yeah. And I mean, they looked awful at the beginning of the season. So atrocious four weeks ago. So good for them. Right. Um, (laughs) Okay. So uh, we're going to get into our second segment. We're going to talk about uh, a really great article in The Guardian about uh, the American pay for play system. Yeah. Let's talk about that because it's going to involve a lot. So why don't we take a break? Listen to this and we'll be right back. Now let's find out what you have to do to get this awesome, comfortable USA scarf. All right, so for the Cooligans giveaway, you want yeah. if if you want to win a USA scarf to take to your Copa America Centenario game with you, all you got to do is create a video 
letting us know what your favorite USA soccer moment is and just send it to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. That's it. It could be anything. It could be your favorite moment watching. It could be a story about how your dad took you to the first match. It could be about anything at all. Maybe you went to the World Cup of the 90s. Anything at all. Your favorite moment, the most important moment for you in national team history. Men's, women's, it doesn't matter. Youth, it doesn't matter at all. Share a video with us. Make sure you tag at Soccer Cooligans. Tag Roughneck Scarves, spelled R-U-F-F-N-E-C-K-S-C-A-R-V-E-S. Roughneck Tag scarf. both of those, yeah. and then make sure you use the hashtag Cooligans USA. If you only do one thing, use the hashtag <laughs> Cooligans. Do all three things. Yeah, yeah. But the definitely- most important because if you don't hashtag Cooligans USA, we will not see it. Yeah, we won't be able to find it. So Kirby's going to be pulling these all up. He will be using hashtag. Cooligans USA, and that's on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. We'd love to interact with our fans a little bit more and see some, uh, you know, some cool videos that they can make. And for make us. it creative. You know, you could show, do a replay. You could do stop motion. You could just talk directly into the camera. Yeah, hire Pixar if you feel like uh, <laughs> creating your own, like USM, uh, uh, you know, USMNT uh, recreation. What, what type pre- of processes you got? You guys got? <laughs> huh? You got how yeah. many cores you got? <laughs> yeah, or, or do like a forensic file reenactment uh, and get higher actors. Or give us your own color commentary, your own call for any specific goal or anything that happened. Any video, favorite national team moment for the USA. We want to hear it. And if we love it, well, our favorite, we're going to pick. And that's who's going to get a absolutely free U.S. uh, national team scarf from Roughneck Scarves. Again, that's roughneckscarves.com. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, baby. Uh, so we we wanted to talk about a, gr- a a great article that was written in the the Guardian. It's been shared seventeen thousand times. Yeah, why can't I, why, why can't one of our podcasts be shared seventeen thousand or times? put on a list by MLS? <laughs> yeah, we are a little bitter. I don't know. If, let's let's go. Let's talk about this first, really, very quickly. MLS put. I out, don't want to get this out of my off my chest. <laughs> I want to continue to live in this. <laughs> we need this hatred that I have. Right therapeutic now. for for both of us. Uh, very the, upset. The MLS created a list of uh like mls podcasts that they uh yeah they're not all mls specific not every podcast some of them mm-hmm. are more general some of them are team specific have maybe the team names in their in their titles maybe that's how they got on there yeah. uh one of the one of the podcasts that uh, i think that they do an incredible job and they were kept out of the list is ours <laughs> yeah so there's a there's a you can find it if you just google mls podcast there's an article that says a guide to MLS podcast. It's on MLSsoccer.com. Read it as many times as you want. You're not going to hear Cooligans mention You're not going to see our name there. So this- Even though some of those podcasts have done segment breaks for us. For us, yeah. Even though we've been guests on some of those podcasts. No, we, they Nothing. can't include us. <laughs> but this is... I mean, Were we cut out at the last second? Were look, we never even considered? Yeah, that's. I, I'm actually curious to know that. Were, did we not make the cut? We, were we... I'll just be angrier. <laughs> So, you know, they, look, as comedians, we, we get rejection. Oh, boy. We deal with it. Being left off of a list? Are you kidding oh, me? That's very, almost my job. Oh, my God. It's on my resume. It's what I put on my taxes. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Got neglected again this yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. What do I do for a living? I get I get neglected on lists. <laughs> Move on. It, look, it's something we're pretty good at. Yeah. Can I can I put this McDonald's receipt? But it, but in the so- but in the soccer world, there's a certain sense that we 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 bring something a little different. We are two stand up comedians that are doing a soccer 
podcast. We're entertaining you. We're trying to have a good time. You know, we, I don't want to disparage any of the names on that list. We would never. Not uh, on not on air. Not on air. <laughs> when these mics were off, oh baby. But right now, I will say this guy. Come you know, on. One of those. Have you heard it? <laughs> I will say that the majority of those podcasts have a lot of information in them. Yeah. And they're clearly people who love the sport. Entertaining. I may not categorize all of them on that. Yeah. Ours, I feel like we are entertaining first. Yeah. And then just beyond that, one A is <laughs> soccer. You and know? I and I, but I think that angle in itself is is pretty cool, pretty it's fun. Niche. It's new. It's different. Yeah. My manager seems to be happy about it. <laughs> Uh, we're differentiating ourselves from the rest of them. Yeah, we have like a little fun. People listen to us. People care. Come on. There's funny things that happen on this podcast. <laughs> it's not just all quips. Yeah. <laughs> Some of this stuff is funny. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not just dry banter or information. <laughs> so look, we're, we're trying our best. Hopefully we get on there next year. Maybe at no, some point in the future. We're going to work. We're going to work on our bits. But, but maybe this is the thing. Hit up a couple podcast <laughs> open mics. I am so angry. <laughs> maybe, look, maybe this is the reality that we have to accept. Where like, maybe like the, the you know, the soccer world, the, uh, the American soccer world might be like this skull and bones kind of Illuminati Thing where you just can't get, you just right. can't walk in there right. thinking. You, you can't. You got to say filet fish <laughs> to two eyes looking at you through a slit in the door. You got to say the secret password. We're not in it. We're not in. It, there's the haves and the have nots. Yeah. Which I think also is a great segue. Look at that, guys. <laughs> yeah, we to are the Guardian. We article. are the we are Bernie Sanders, and MLS is clearly Donald Trump. Right? No, no, it's <laughs> Hillary. Hillary, you're stealing all of these super delegates <laughs> that nobody voted for we on are, your list. We are not dropping out, though. <laughs> we will not. Okay. We will go to Iowa. <laughs> we will both caucus and primary <laughs> to make sure we get on this list at some point. Maybe there's another list. Maybe there's a list being made of funniest MLS podcasts, and maybe we're somewhere near the top of maybe that. Yeah, we're hoping we're going to maybe try. that's the case. I don't want to <laughs> overblow this, but it feels like we've been slighted and almost on purpose. <laughs> it seems. Yeah, it seems like there's a conspiracy to leave yeah. us off this list. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you right now. I'm waiting for that other list to pop out. <laughs> or maybe maybe this is like Kanye. Kanye released a living album, right? He goes in and makes changes. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe this is a living list. OK, yeah. This, I don't know why we weren't part of the first draft. Who knows? You know, yeah, this is the... But maybe the, maybe other names will be removed and we'll be the only ones on the <laughs> list in the near future. Living list. It's possible. Yeah. The MLS Guide to Life of Pablo. Right. Uh, this is what it is. Okay. Uh, so, all Father, right. Father, hold back my hand. <laughs> part one and two. So... Uh, Last thing I'll say about this is we're very upset. Anyway, move on. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah. We're disappointed in you guys. <laughs> so we'll move on and we'll continue... Uh, are all those podcast season ticket holders? I don't think so. Okay. We both are. All right. Last <laughs> That's the last I'll say of this. There is a great article in The Guardian, as we mentioned up top, about the, the haves and the have nots. About the American uh, soccer system, the, the youth system, the pay to play system, uh, which is. Well, I think here's the. Uh, you know, they, they sort of take the, the role of we've been us, a footballing country actively pursuing ways to get better footballers in the last 15 years. Why haven't we created that? And I think this is yeah. 
so, taking a point that we both have made on this podcast in the past. Um, it's taking one step further and doing actual research, which we didn't do. <laughs> no, God forbid. No, that's why we're not on that list. No, that's why we're not on the list. We don't. We don't <laughs> list papers. We don't release white papers on the medical journals. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The the if you look through the Panama Panama Papers carefully, the Cooligans are in there. Uh, Cooligans are listed. <laughs> They're really upset about it. They want to keep us off of their mentions. I get it. Uh, but they did, yeah. They, yes, the, the angle that the the uh, writer took, uh, Les Carpenter, he wrote uh, basically the title of it. Title of the article it's a is quote. It's uh, it's only working for the white kids. America's soccer diversity problem, which you know, I think is a fair point that's listed in this, and it's something that I noticed. But I think you and I have become sort of accustomed to it, both being Latinos. So also, I'm unless you're being disrespectful, keeping us <laughs> off your thing, very racist. Uh, <laughs> But both of us being Latinos, the first thing I look for is people that remind me of who I am. You know, um, I remember Todd Ramos or Ramos. Uh, Ramos is how you pronounce it mm-hmm. in, uh, in Spanish. Um, he was from Jersey. That's one thing. So was I uh, growing up. But he was Uruguayan. I'm Uruguayan. So I was like, holy Lord. Yeah, yeah. I know we were good at soccer, but here's one of us playing for the U.S. I live in the U.S. I'm from Jersey. It felt like I was on the team, you know, and he was incredibly. You were getting some representation to something. Yeah. yeah. So, like, oh, I feel nice. like and, and it changed how I viewed soccer. And when it said, like, you look at the women's team, <laughs> other than Sidney LaRue, I can't think of a person of color on the team. There are. Kristen uh, Press. Uh there's, where where's she from? She's white, right? She's half, I think. She's, oh, I, I didn't know that. She's either like I don't know which. I don't want to offend okay. her. <laughs> she looks half black, half white, or she looks maybe like something Native American. Okay. Uh, t- or she could just be Sicilian, t- like Eric Sparrow, who sometimes looks black. <laughs> there's a Sinclair. Uh, not Sinclair. What's her name? There, there's the, the, she scored like four goals. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, that. The, but overwhelmingly, in general, throughout the, the throughout the existence of the the women's national team, yes, there haven't been that many. Not many uh, players and, that were not white. And I'm not one of these people that says like, oh, we don't have white, we don't have uh, people of color. Go find any and put them on the. Team. I don't think that's necessarily worth it. But no, the no. question needs to be asked: like, why aren't people of color people? And uh, it, it's hard because you say that, and then Latinos, like Latinos, are overwhelmingly interested in soccer because from the countries we come from, and the, and, and and Latinos are the majority of people who even watch the MLS. Yeah, I mean uh, Liga MX, uh, MX, uh, you know the Mexican leagues ratings blow out the MLS in the U.S. because there's so many Mexicans living here mm-hmm. that want to keep up with the sport at home um, until Trump becomes president, and then those ratings will plummet. Um, really close to <laughs> all great of ratings sudden, on the other side of the wall. <laughs> all of a sudden, when like when the games are on, it's just, they just blacked out, and it's just <laughs> yeah. a picture of Trump with, yeah. with his thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> he's waving no. He's very, he's very upset, very, very disapproving. Um, but, you know, if you take Latinos out of it, basically what this is talking about is, you know, people from, and I don't necessarily agree that it has to be a color thing, but they're saying, why aren't uh, lower income people? Yeah, it's a class uh, thing without yeah. a doubt. But if you want to get eyes on it, and this has proven it, say it's only working for the white kids, people will read the article. People that I know that don't care about soccer know about this article. And that's important to me because it's shining a light on this. It's not white people's problem or fault. It's not. If you and I had money and we were both parents and we both had kids... We would want to use that money to get that kid into the best possible soccer school if that was something that they were interested in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. I don't want to. Take I'm going to make sure they're interested in it. I'm yeah, of course. Them. I'm going to hold their head up <laughs> and say, "This is Arsenal. This is who you root for. This is Tottenham. That's why we put the logo in the toilet. That's where you go. Um, That's but, how you potty train. <laughs> yeah, this is, you can poop on the Red Bull or on the on the on the spur, whichever one you want. Uh, two toilets, as much fun as you want. Go and both. No, that's a bidet. Don't yeah. Do that. Oh, God. 
<laughs> oh boy, new bidet. Anyway, it's a beautiful new bidet outside. Um, but like when I was a kid, I remember Jersey got. Um, I remember a lot of soccer players came from Jersey. A lot of the '94. Yeah, a lot of the 94 team came from Kearney, New Jersey, which is where I went to grammar school because I got kicked out of the other one. Uh, So I went to grammar school in Kearney. I'm like, oh, wow. Like a lot of the players are from here. You know, I had connections to it, but no one was ever like, you need to play the sport. And I grew up mostly mostly with my Cuban side and Cubans don't play the sport traditionally. Mm -hmm. It was the Uruguay. I remember a Uruguayan cousin was wearing like these like colorful shirts that were yellow and black. And I was like, oh, my God, he's a Latin king. Oh, no, that's Benyarol. You know, it's a team, you know, and And he's also a Latin king. Oh, also. (laughs) Very disturbing, uh, but easy transition into the color scheme. Uh, But I remember his family being so passionate about these games that I didn't understand. I wanted to understand more of it. So I had an inkling to it. But if I would have tried to play professionally, I would have had no lane. Yeah. And that's really what the article is like uh, focusing on in that. Uh, And and, and it's interesting to read the numbers because, you know, you don't really, you know, I've never played in a, some sort of youth system or youth academy. I never, I, I was ne- never familiar with it, but it's just, it's to a point where it's not an insane amount of money, but when you think of right. a, 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 a lower income family, they can't afford $3,000 a year. 3000 a year is too much. Yeah. That is that's just, just clearly. I remember going to Catholic school because uh, my mother didn't want me to go to uh, public school in Newark. So she took me to Catholic school. Catholic schools are inherently very inexpensive. Um, as compared to like private boarding schools, you know, the Catholic yeah. schools are, you know, it's not that hard and, you know, they help you out if you don't have the money. And I remember my mother was getting a discount, a major discount because, you know, we didn't have any money, but she was still paying like, I think it's like four G's a year for each myself and my sister. For her, it was an overwhelming amount yeah, of money. I remember the stress she felt and how much she put you know, guilt trips on us to make sure we studied and did well because she's like, I'm putting everything I have into this. You guys need to like, you know, she would always yell at me like, why don't you have any books? <laughs> I would bring my book bag home rolled up and it's because I did my homework at school because I had so much time, you know, and I would do it instead of listening to the teacher. I would just do it. But anyway, getting away from the subject, like that amount of money was overwhelming to her. I can't imagine what it would have if I would have been proficient at the sport adding another 3000 to that she wouldn't have been able to do it yeah and, and that's the thing is that uh, you, you know once you have that uh, uh, that extra um hurdle of right. uh, that that financial uh, obligation that's it. At that point, it doesn't matter how good you are. They're going to be like, well, you can't pay the unit. And children know. Children feel that guilt of adding another burden to the home. That's why I went out and got a job when I was 12 and pretended I was 16. The kids know it. And there's nothing worse. I mean, Clint Dempsey comes from, I think he comes from a trailer park, you know, so he knew. That's why he always plays through injury because he said, you know, I know my mom was losing a day at work and was making the bills tighter just to drive me to go play in another town. If I hurt my knee, who cares? You better play. You know, I don't want to waste the time she drove. So there is that guilt that you feel. So it's not impossible, but it's hard and it creates hurdles. One of the things that really upset me in this, and it's because I get it and I've heard it and I understand it. It's like, you know, in some of these pay for play systems, there are scholarships. Like some of the rich parents could pay a little more to get some of the poor kids in. And then if the poor kids, parents have to go to work and can't drive them to a faraway match because these are all traveling leagues. Yeah, yeah. The kid can't go. And then the next day, one of the parents will ask the kid, it's listed in here, says, oh, why weren't you at the last game? You know, we pay for you to play. I I felt 
an anger that's been unrivaled in me in a long time reading that. And I picture the blonde lady saying it and I want to punch her in the face. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but it just made me so angry because I know where that's coming from. And just the, just the entitlement of being able to say that to a child. How's that child going to respond? So there's all these hurdles of getting... And it sucks because they break it down by race and I don't think it has to be. But, you know, kids that play in the street, they cre- they're they more creative. Look at basketball and one. Way more creative than what the NBA was having. The NBA was a bit more rigid, mm-hmm. you know, but no one's turning and looking at Amwin. But Amwin can create a lot of flair. Look at, you know, Neymar Jr. played in the streets. You know, kids kicking around a, a Coca-Cola bottle with garbage bags. In and, it. And, and that's like the thing, especially when you think of the when, when I think of Brazilian footballers, I'm like, I'm thinking, yeah, playing the favela, playing on dirt, yeah. you know, fields, barefoot, barefoot and yeah. whatever. And I'm like, how can they produce such amazing players with with next to nothing? Yeah, with literally nothing. And, yeah. and, and, and we have a, this is so it's supposed to be the greatest country on earth. Yeah. But when it comes to I mean, and, and this is, you know, I'm, and we're getting into politics and Bernie Sanders and all this stuff. But like this is a, a, a direct result of really not giving a shit about poor people. You yeah, know? I mean, it it's, is. It's, it's a microcosm of the yeah. issues of the country. And what sucks is, is like you travel around the world. Like when I was in Costa Rica, we stayed at in a mansion. It was a family friend who just is a doctor in Costa Rica, right in San Jose. Beautiful mansion. It's like I we landed at night. I was asleep. I woke up in a mansion. It was gorgeous. I mean, it wouldn't be a mansion by it wouldn't be a mansion by our standards. It would be a very big house. Yeah. But every I mean, he had servants and it was huge, right? And then I was like, hey, we're gonna go do something. I was like, cool, let's go. We get in a car and we drive past those like shanty towns with like that curved aluminum roof. Yeah. And it's like you see in a movie. And I had I grew up in Newark. I thought I knew what poor what I exactly. this is destitute, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's not to say everyone... So we're not poor here at that level. And those are the ones... That's the areas that are creating some of the best soccer players in the world. Like, you know, where Alexis Sanchez comes from in Chile, it's like miners and nothing else. Yeah. And it's it's like, you know, a coastal town, not a coastal, like a, like a small town in Pennsylvania. And it's creating these incredible players. We don't have that. And why? You know, they mentioned that, you know, American players, American kids will put balls in a bag and carry it to, to, to the practice and then take them out versus kids everywhere else in the world kick them kick around the ball to, to where to, they're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, I remember when I was in Spain, I was in this little town called Alicante right on the water, uh, famous for a team named Hercules, um, who beat Real, who beat Barcelona two nil, like two years ago. And they threw like 10 parades, uh, tiny little town right on the water and every kid i saw i would say maybe eight out of ten kids was kick were kicking around a soccer ball it was yeah. it was so amazing to watch yeah and th- there's a difference obviously with it, it being just a huge part of the culture right but we also I, don't have kids that walk every kid gets driven everywhere, <laughs> you know? well the and the article um mentioned the, a great thing uh, really just about um the the coaches the coaches the youth coaches and those youth academies they they look to they're profit driven because these majority men and, right. and we, we're going to assume white men, they, sure. they, there is a business in in coaching talent. There's a business in, in coach, finding and finding t- children right. to coach, you know, and, and they're all like Motown execs. Like, yeah, just write me down yeah. as a writer. They all have like yeah. wispy mustaches. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Say and instead of also. All right, now I'm a writer and I want all the credits and I own the masters. Exactly. But here's the other thing, and this is where 
maybe this is probably why we're not listed. This is where MLS gets a bit of an issue here, and this is part of their fault. They don't pay the um, the, the the fee that goes back to those academies, yeah. where in, in the rest of the world, you can start an academy that trains players, and let's just pick a country, Brazil. Um, if you're player gets bought by, let's say, uh, you know, uh, Gremio, you know, or, or Flamingos, right? Mm-hmm. Is that even a team? Did I just make that up? Uh, it's something with the FL, but I Fluminese forget. is sure. one. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just Italian. invented one. But anyway, let's say it's Sao Paulo. There you go. Nice yeah. and safe. Is it safe? <laughs> let's say Sao Paulo buys your player. You get you get the money. Let's say Real Madrid buys him from Sao Paulo. You get a cut of that fee if it's ninety million pounds or euros. Yeah, yeah. you're getting a massive. Ch- it's not. I mean, it might be three or ten percent. You're getting a big. You, that's, that's paying for the next hundred kids in that in exactly. that academy. Exactly. It's paying for the coaches. It's paying for the travel. It's paying for everything. I remember I had a, I had a kid who had a, a, a friend of mine had a kid in high school. I reached out to him recently because we became friends on Facebook. I was like, dude, how's your kid? How's everything? He's like, dude, he's like being considered for the Red Bull Academy. He's a, they live in Jersey. I'm like, oh my god, that's incredible. He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, I hope because these traveling teams are killing me. Like in order for these kids to be good, they have to be a member of multiple traveling teams, which means like Saturday, he's playing in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Sunday, he's playing in Maine. You know, Tuesday night, he's playing in South Jersey. And you have to, like three different clubs, but you have to send him around. How do you get the kid there? You don't just Uber the kid. You know what I mean? You can't let the kid drive. He's young. You have to drive. And something that I read about in the, uh, there's a huge article about Pulisic. They said that by the time you're 16, your technical ability is locked in. The person you are technically, talent-wise, at that age is who you will be moving forward. You can you can increase it a little bit, but you're never going to get incre- incrementally better. Wow. I mean, th- these kids are too young to drive themselves anywhere. They have to be driven. If you're a parent that's working more than one job, my mom worked five jobs when I was growing up. She couldn't drive me anywhere. She'd be like, yeah, I'll drive you. I'll drive you to work. What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> you want to watch your soccer. Work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? They better be playing outside where I work. You know? Yeah. It's just it, like the, the cost in itself is, is more than just the fee for the Academy. There's, there's just so, so much, much, there's so much involved and, and it really, really has to change to find the talent because it, it's it, unlike other sports. It, there is a, it has to be a honed when you're very young. Yeah. I, it's not like, it's uh, like learning language. If you don't do it when you're young, it's going to be really hard. Yeah. It really says a lot about the game itself because, like, you know, for, for the most part, you can do whatever you like, say, basketball or, or football. What you do in high school, nobody really cares that much. There's not much that 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 sort of sort of what you you're mentioning about. There's not there's, there's things that get embedded in you, but you can change them. You can correct them in college. Right. But soccer, that that doesn't seem like there's not that wiggle room where like. Oh, he'll he'll figure it out when when he's like nineteen or twenty. Yeah, no, it's like th- those those few years before that is when really you have to uh, 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 really embed all those uh, all that all that talent and all that skill. Right, and another issue is the college system that we have. They don't play as many games, and I know it's changing, but everyone is play. Everyone in the U.S. is hoping their kids get a free ride through college, which is another way where the rest of the world just kind of has it figured out where their colleges aren't that expensive. Yeah, some of them don't even pay at all. You know, I've had people on my pizza tour that have 
been floored at the cost of the education in the U.S. They knew we paid. They had no idea how much we paid. The idea that I paid off my college loans isn't impressive to anyone besides an American. And then when I tell someone who is an American how much I acquired in debt to go to college, they're floored. They're like, that's the cost of a house. Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, I basically bought a house to learn how to become a business person and then become a comedian. <laughs> you know, it's it's really dumb. Uh, but I mean, everyone's hoping their kids get into college and, and get a free ride through college. But they're they're burning uh, such a great developmental time. Where in Europe, if you're great, look at Rashburn. Rashburn is less than twenty years old, and that kid's Rashford. playing Rashford. Sorry, look at Rashford. He's less than twenty years old. He's playing in the league. He's not worried about free college. He's going to make so much. He's already making so much money. He could afford college in the U.S. on his own if he wanted to. Uh, yeah. I, so uh, take everyone listening. Take this. Vote for Bernie, June seventh, California. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't <laughs> care who you vote for, but uh, you know. But but it, it is interesting that this article in itself really uh, uh, it, it's a it's a it's an onion of of yeah. all the other issues we have in America. And you want to hear some crazy? Most MLS players. If they were parents, couldn't afford to have their kids in a, in a travel academy. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, this is is that, most MLS players cannot afford to, to put their kids to put their kid in a, in, a, in a training development. Yeah, uh, whatever these things are. How insane is that? Yeah, our professional players, most of Too could much. not afford. Yeah, they can. They have to like. Pull out a loan. Yeah, come to work with daddy. Get a nanny. They have. Yeah. To, there's a lot of cost that comes with you know raising a young soccer player. Yeah. It's, how wild is that? That's amazing. I thought about that earlier, and I was like, I can't wait to say this on the podcast. <laughs> well, uh, okay. another reason why we might not be listed. Got a long way to go. We're a little too critical. A little uh, too. Oh, you can't handle MLS. Oh, you get you don't like when the light, light is shine on you. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. So we'll go, get to our third segment. Uh, you know, Cooligans Corner. Uh, yeah, we're gonna read the news. Formerly Kirby's Corner. Kirby uh, sent us some more stories, so uh, we'll talk about a bunch of little topics uh, in the third segment. So we'll see you in one moment. Yeah. Now let's find out what you have to do to get this awesome, comfortable USA scarf. All right. So for the Cooligans giveaway, you want yeah. if, if you want to win a USA scarf to take to your Copa America Centenario game with you, all you got to do is create a video letting us know what your favorite USA soccer moment is and just send it to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. That's it. It could be anything. It could be your favorite moment watching. It could be a story about how your dad took you to the first match. It could be about anything at all. Maybe you went to the World Cup in the 90s. Anything at all. Your favorite moment, the most important moment for you in national team history. Men's, women's, it doesn't matter. Youth, it doesn't matter at all. Share a video with us. Make sure you tag at Soccer Cooligans. Tag Roughneck Scarves, spelled R-U-F-F-N-E-C-K-S-C-A-R-V-E-S. Roughneck Tag scarf. both of those. Yeah. And then make sure you use the hashtag... Cooligans USA. If you only do one thing, use the hashtag Cooligans. <laughs> do all three things. Yeah, yeah. But the definitely- most important because if you don't hashtag Cooligans USA, we will not see it. Yeah, we won't be able to find it. So Kirby's going to be pulling these all up. He will be using hashtag Cooligans USA, and that's on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. We'd love to interact with our fans a little bit more and see some, uh, you know, some cool videos that they can make. And for make us. it creative. You know, you could show, do a replay. You could do stop motion. You could just talk directly into the camera. Yeah, hire Pixar if you feel like uh, creating your own like USM, uh, uh, you know, USMNT uh, recreation. What that type of processes you got? You guys got? Huh? You got how yeah. many cores you got? Yeah, or, or do like a forensic file reenactment uh, and get higher actors. 
Lakers. And- or give us your own color commentary, your own call for any specific goal or anything that happened. Any video, favorite national team moment for the USA. We want to hear it. And if we love it, well, our favorite, we're going to pick. And that's who's going to get a absolutely free U.S. Uh, national team scarf from Roughneck Scarves. Again, that's roughneckscarves.com. Yeah, baby. This is the third segment. Cooligan's Corner. Yeah, this is Cooligan's Corner, not hey. Kirby's Corner anymore. <laughs> Soon, though. Kirby will be back. You think so? Yeah, I We'll think see so. if we allow him back. I don't know if Larry Wilmore will let him go. Uh, yeah. He is on the nightly show. He's doing great things, just like we are. So there's a couple segments. Uh, there's a couple news items uh, that Christian is going to relate to us. A bunch of stuff has been happening in the league. Um, and for those of you that are watching on Facebook Live right now, if you have any questions or anything, any topics you want us to talk about, put them up. If you guys didn't know that, if you're listening to this podcast, we go uh, live on Facebook for the third segment. Uh, so follow us on Facebook. Facebook, hit a like and you will be a part of it. Exactly. All right. So uh, first up, this is this is pretty big news. Kind of kind of scary and sad. Uh, Mexico international Alan Pulido. Uh, what a wild story. What I mean, an incredible, incredibly wild story. Uh, look, so when it comes to soccer, uh, you know, in other countries, it doesn't, it doesn't really happen in America, but occasionally players get kidnapped. Yeah. I mean, in Mexico, I think everyone gets kidnapped. I think that's part of <laughs> it's part That happens at your quinceañera. You yeah, get kidnapped. Right. <laughs> I think in Mexico, you go outside, you get kidnapped and you're like, could you at least pass by the market? I promised my mom I would bring back some vegetables. Exactly. So it's all, I mean, sadly it's too, it's, too common uh but alan polito uh so this happened uh just a couple days ago he got kidnapped and it was a big story so usually you would think there was going to be a hostage situation of some sort of ransom uh no apparently not only he's been training for soccer (laughs) he's been training for this very situation (laughs) yeah i think this is this is part of the curriculum in high school (laughs) just how how to escape capture it's like in the fifth in the 40s when they were hiding under their desks in case a nuclear bomb went off in america in mexico they're like okay you will all be kidnapped here's what to do (laughs) so he was kidnapped and uh and obviously everybody was very concerned and worried but then just a few days later the news broke out uh alan polito escapes he is he escapes well, first it says that he's rescued that's the first thing yeah it, so yeah the, and then they were like nope my the, bad yeah mexican authorities initially said he was rescued then it was like corrected and be like yeah, no, no he he managed he, to wrestle he, managed, he wrestled away he fought like uh one of his like uh you know the the person who was holding him hostage yeah and uh his uh, captor beat beat him up and right. and also shot him. That's what yeah. I read. I read that he shot. He the, shot him. He shot the dude. And then he broke the window, went through it, and left and ran left. away. So so far, uh, it feels like we're in one of those one of those shows with like Kerry Washington. I forget what scandal. Scandal. It yeah. seems like a thing that's happening on yeah. scandal. It's. Uh, I tweeted out Alan Polito, aka Jack Bauer, escaped safe and sound. Uh, it. This is. Surreal, so wild. So this whole story, are, are, like you never really hear about something about something like that. You you don't know, you don't realize that, like you don't ever think that a yeah. a footballer. Miguel's like must have just watched the uh, Rambo movies. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it, it is pretty crazy. Uh, but now it's sort it's it we're we're hearing that that might not actually have happened. It may either may it, it probably it may have not happened or uh there there is also rumors that his family were the people who actually set up. 
his kidnapping. Which, you know, if you if you're gonna get kidnapped by someone, why not have it be set up by your family? Exactly. Yeah, the they, people who care about they you. They know they know what's best. They don't want to harm you. They just want you to buy them that new Maybach. <laughs> buy them the Mercedes. You you're you play for the Mexican international team. Come on. Look out for your Uncle Julio. Yeah. He needs. Yeah. <laughs> Unk needs a whip. Get Uncle Whip. Or his homies are going to kidnap you. By the way, if you are, if it was set up by his uncle and it was an uncle's friend who kidnapped him and he got shot, he's like, yo, <laughs> you said he wasn't going to fight. <laughs> well, uh, this uh, the huge news that uh, actually uh, uh, the the second season of Narcos is going to be starring Alan Polito. Alan Polito. <laughs> By the way, he wasn't cast. He just went in there and fought his way onto the set. Uh, so congratulations. Alan Polito. By the way, if you're a defender in the Greek League and you're marking Alan Polito, you let him do what he wants. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he fought off a kidnapping Yeah, thing. yeah. The guy can do what he wants. Also, big Liam Neeson fan. <laughs> Taking six. Yeah. Taking goal. It's, now, it's a mixture of the goal and taking movies. I would watch that Every day. So, I mean, this, you know, we, we've, uh, there was a, a famous, like, uh, Colombian player that, like, uh, he, that he had, like, an own goal. And, yeah, Escobar. Escobar, and he, and he got, and he, he got murdered. killed. He was yeah. murdered. So this is, so when you hear stories like this coming out of, like, Central America, South America. Doesn't surprise you, although Mexico's North America. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it central? No, it's know. north. Yeah, right, no, what do you mean you don't know? It's officially <laughs> North America. How no, do you not know that? I'm like Trump now. I'm like, no, <laughs> they, they don't, they're not even part of this continent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you build a wall, we're going to knock them out of uh, our only continent is America. Well, that was Don Carleone that you said. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised he doesn't have a French accent. It's so much easier to do. So, um, so yeah, obviously, I'm, we're glad he's okay. We're, we're still like, uh, 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 you know, figuring out this story because, uh, Somebody has to get in trouble. Right. Uh, that's usually when somebody gets kidnapped, you're like, well, you got to blame somebody. Speaking of in trouble, I'm, I'm grabbing this right from the uh, comment section is uh, uh, two people are asking about Messi's tax evasion. Yeah. You know how he's getting out of it? He claimed that he trusted his father and his business partners. So he just blindly signed the paperwork. You know, ignorance of a crime sometimes may work. I don't know if it's going to work in this situation. Is that a, is that a strong enough defense? I mean, the, what are you going to do? He, he's, I didn't he, know. I don't know what I was. What signing? are you talking about? What are you shell just... companies? I don't want to buy shells. And they're like, no. I think you know what we mean. <laughs> he's like, sell shells, buy shells. Are they by the seashore? I'm tired of it. I mean, in, why in, does Messi all of a sudden sound like he sells used Cadillacs? <laughs> I don't know. That that really isn't a strong uh, case necessarily. I don't know. It's going to work. I mean, it may. Messi's not going to jail yeah that's this is so stupid he's, he's definitely not going to jail but yeah. he, i guess he's doing like the you know the 2008 wall street defense right. like we didn't <laughs> what are you we, talking about we were just making a bunch of money we yes. didn't know anybody was like actually getting we hurt were on coke. <laughs> you can't expect us to follow rules when we're on coke I, look they got away with it they yeah got away with it. So of course I, they did so it, it seems be. like he only watched the first 75% of Wolf of Wall Street. And he's like, this is the way to live. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I love how nothing bad ever happens yeah. to these guys. I mean, this guy got away with it, right? <laughs> I didn't watch the rest of the film, but come on. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, yeah, we talked about Messi. Uh, Diego Simeone. Yeah, Atleti. Uh, if you saw the Champions League final uh, this this past weekend, uh, Real Madrid defeated Atletico Madrid. We talked about it in the beginning of the podcast. Griezmann's missed penalty. Gr Griezmann, boy. we made fun of him. Oh he, boy, he deserved it. Yeah. Um. But uh, Diego Simeone, who's uh, you know the manager who who you know put together an, an amazing squad. This is this was an amazing run for them. Yeah. 
They got to the Champions League final, but there is uh, rumors that he might be leaving. Uh, I say it's time for him to go. I mean, what else can you do in that league? There's a, the only way up for him is to either become manager of Real Madrid, which seems like he's a better fit for, but he's never going to do that, or he becomes uh, manager of Barcelona, which is not going to happen. He's already one of the top three teams in that league. Move on. You know, now it's time to go do it in the in, a, in the in the uh, Premier League, where his style of play would fit better anyway. Leicester City just won the league with less quality players and the same exact system, which is, you know, not incredible amount of defending, but like a more of a counterattacking style. I mean, you know, if this was, if this was Bundesliga, he would have admitted, he would have said at the beginning of the season, Hey, next year I'm going to go be manager of <laughs> Bayern yeah, Munich. Made it uncomfortable for like six months. Just like every Dortmund player does. <laughs> every Dortmund player is like, by the way, uh, as soon as they offer me money, I'm moving to Bayern, uh, but I'll continue to play for you until that happens. It's super uncomfortable, but it looks like that's what they do. Uh, and if I'm Diego Simeone, the next place for you to go is one of two places, either NYCFC or or Arsenal. Uh, coincidentally, both teams that I love. Okay. Well, yeah, it doesn't seem like uh, we're, you're going to have Arsene for what another two years? I think he resigned. Uh, another thirty-five years. Okay. I think Arsene Wenger is yeah. going to be in a in a hospital bed <laughs> at the sideline of Arsenal. There's nothing we can do. They're gonna, at some point, they're going to be like, "Why is the crypt keeper <laughs> yeah, yeah. managing Arsenal? Yeah. Why why is his hands tied to string? It's a bur- <laughs> we can have Bernie situation." <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, uh, and Ryan Giggs still won't get a job, even still. Uh, <laughs> uh, also. Um, uh, Antonio Conte is in the news, the, the manager for the Italian national team. Yeah. Uh, he was quoted, uh, you know, it, it was a big deal that he left off uh, Sebastian Jovinko and Jared Pirlo off. It's the- only a big deal to us. Pirlo is very old already. Yeah, I can I can see that. I can- and Sebastian Jovinko was a fringe player who he's had to defend his inclusion in the past. I mean, you would have to which, imagine. Which are perfectly valid arguments for uh, Conte to make. But what... Yeah, people were upset about was that he basically uh, poo-pooed the MLS. He said that uh, any Italian players that go to the MLS will have to pay consequences in terms of football. So it's like it's like it's a it's like a parent yelling at a kid before he comes home. We know what you did, and when you get home, you're gonna have to pay the consequences. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I mean, look, I love the MLS. You love the MLS. We talk about the MLS all the time. If you understand that, especially in Europe, we're not viewed at the high level that we would view it as, and also, I mean, Jurgen Klinsmann's mentioned in the past that uh, you know you're lacking the highest level of competition, which is Champions League, and those are typically the players that you want, and you understand that the style of play you want to play is what your home country league plays you kind of want your players in either the Serie A or a better league which would be Bundesliga La Liga and Premier League um and that's it and that's who you want your players to play at and MLS is maybe these are the stepping stones to getting MLS to get more respect but you can't just expect because Sebastian Javinko who wasn't even starting for Juventus and barely and wasn't even included in the national team the year before if you expect him to come here and play really well and everyone would be like oh that's him it's not the lack of high level competition you're wrong okay yeah. he's good we're gonna have to prove it and here's the thing maybe Javinko gets included maybe through injury maybe it's Italy so you never know what's gonna happen a bunch of people's knees get broken uh, and maybe Javinko <laughs> gets in and he plays really well then maybe people will start to look at uh, the American League but really what needs to happen is everyone needs to stop worrying about what the Italian team is doing and we need to start worrying about what the American team is doing and if the American team shows up and wins Copa people will start looking at all the MLS players that are on it with a higher degree like Zardes is being looked at supposedly by Galatasaray 
people are like, oh, we want him to stay, we want him to stay. I get what you're saying, but that's better for us in a national and how we're viewed internationally if he gets bought. That's all. But what does what does the MLS necessarily? I guess you sort of answered my question, but I guess my, more specifically, what does Sebastian Giovinco have to do to get really considered? He can't. Can he? Does he, he have to, to get, play this way in the Serie A? But does he need to? If what can he do in the MLS? Does he have to score forty goals? Is it forty goals? And then the then Conte is like, you know what, this guy. He needs to leave the MLS. Either that, or he potentially finds a way through injury to get on that team and shows incredibly well. Like when Josie Azzurro was playing for Alzi Azed Akmar, however Az Akmar, however you want to pronounce it. Um, if when he was playing there and he scored what thirty-one goals in a season, he played with a lot of confidence and he was the best he's ever been for the men's national team. Uh, as soon as he left and he went to Sunderland. Dumpster fire that we're still dealing with today, including that terrible sweater he wore on Vice Sports. <laughs> Jeez, what are you doing, dude? Does anyone, does anyone love you and is with you? Throw on a hoodie. Stop it. That's uh, how you dress in the sick, bro. <laughs> yeah, oh, everyone, you're listening to too much Drake, bro. Way too much Drake. Uh uh, you know, when he was playing at his highest confidence in a different league, you know, in a, in a league that didn't have any defensive uh, level that the, the Premier League had, he showed up with more confidence. Maybe if Javinko gets in, I think he would play at a higher level because of his confidence. But you can't expect Conte to just do that. And he was a French player before. It wasn't automatic. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the MLS ruined his ability to be there. It just wasn't a good decision for him internationally. And that's it. Done. It's just, I guess people are, are frustrated with Conte. It's like you're, you're, th- you're throwing shade on MLS. That's really, I think that's the bigger insult that people are frustrated with. Like, yo, like Conte, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. That's really, that's, that's the bigger deal. Because yeah. uh, people are butthurt. People are putting Josie is the worst. I feel terrible now that I that I said that because yeah, I mean, I right now he is, but I feel like he could come back. But whatever, we got Pulisic, we got Wood. Oh my uh, god, Pulisic! Pulisic he's... gives us Wood. It's a whole thing. I'm like, I'm thinking of getting a Dortmund jersey just because. Are of you? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. It's... I'm thinking of getting a, a Pulisic mask and just wearing it around town. <laughs> um, you won't be able to get into bars, so be careful. He's on. <laughs> uh, also, and our, fi- our final story, a great. And this is oh, for for lovely Kirby, AFC Wimbledon. Oh, boy. Promoted to League One. Why do we care so much <laughs> about a team going to League One? Well, it's because they're owned by supporters, and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and they, they did it in great fashion. Two, uh, they won 2-0, uh, uh, but Adebayor Akinfenwa. Adebayor Akinfenwa. Adebayor. 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 Akinfenwa beast mode. Beast mode. Everyone remembers him scoring against Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, you know, huge, huge moments. Scenes, if you're English. Uh, you gotta, If you don't know this guy, look him up. Uh, he is... Imagine all the fat I have in my belly if it was in my shoulders, <laughs> chest, and arms. That's who he is. He is... Uh, I mean, he's an NFL fullback playing <laughs> yeah. playing striker. For, Michael, a black Michael Allstott with the shoulder pads on. <laughs> Remember that guy? It was yeah, all neck big and shoulders. Dude. That's who this guy is. He looks like a power lifter. He shouldn't be out there playing, yeah. but he's a striker. He's a and striker. Does he's- he use his weight? Yeah. To stop the other player from taking a penalty kick, <laughs> it's incredible. You just he took, it. He, he took a, uh, the the penalty that that brought him. Uh, he you physically know, took he, the ball. Physically took the ball, and it's like, yo, you you are not getting this. And dog. the other player is just like, you're so much bigger than me. I can't I can't do anything about it. Uh, but it is. Uh, uh, look, I, I get excited watching players like that because you don't see players like that in England in soccer for the most part. There's there's so much. Goddamn humility in soccer that it's like annoying. Yeah, it is. And, and, and he is he is Cam Newton confident. Yeah, he is 
knock all of that aside. Let me say he is the Kanye West yeah. of soccer. And you it's, know? and it's so refreshing. As an American, you're like, yeah, we need this, we need some of this. Yeah, it's it, beautiful. There, there's something a, a little bit, uh, and maybe this is why soccer is not as attractive to Americans. But there's like. It's a little too like uptight. Is why are you being so humble? <laughs> Stop being so humble, dog. Yeah, and he's uh, and he's the complete opposite. He uh, after after uh, they they won and and they got their promotion. Uh, he was being interviewed and he said, uh, and it, there's a great uh, video of it. But he just basically said, uh, "Oh, okay, I guess because his contract is up." He's like, "I guess I'm out of a job." He's he like, said this right to the camera. He's like, "Yo, managers, hit me up." Uh, I'm, on I'm WhatsApp. Looking, hit me up on WhatsApp. I'm looking for a job. So he, you, you can forget send, LinkedIn. Forget no. You don't can tweet him. Send your contract on Snapchat because yeah. he will. Yeah. He will look at it. Yeah, yeah he will. <laughs> he, he has 24 hours to sign. He's it. gonna screen cap his uh, his contract that you send him on Snapchat. I mean, it's a, look. I you know you gotta love the excitement that he brings in, and people are not talking about League One. Yeah. You know, uh, and he's he's coming in and changing that. And I don't know why he's not gonna get a chance to stay with the club. Uh, I get he's not the greatest and he's up there in age. Come to MLS, I can fend oh You God. would be, you would sell so many more of those Beast Mode shirts. You would be a star <laughs> from the get. And yeah, they if, could do, he could do commercials. I can think of a team that needs a center forward that can hold up the ball, although we're not sure that we want someone who uh, is going to muscle their way into taking the, you know, the uh, penalties, but whatever. It's still, <laughs> it'll be fun every day. I mean, there's clearly um, a spot. Available in Toronto FC, you know, if you have working hamstrings, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> if your legs function, I think you'll be just fine. Yeah. So good for good for him. Good. Uh, uh, congrats, Kirby. That's uh, that's Kirby's team, AFC Wimbledon. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's for me. It's difficult to disassociate Wimbledon from the tennis tournament. One more thing that we got on Aaron J. Jones asks us, is this Dempsey's last run with the men's national team? You would assume so with his age. It seems to me like in the next two years, Wood and Pulisic are going to be even more prepared to take that starting role. And we don't need old man Dempsey out there (laughs) gutting it out. You know, I mean, this is I mean, probably the next World Cup is I would say his last two years from now. He's got to be done. I remember Shevchenko. Uh, the last Euros was like, oh, he's back out and this and that. And he's gutting it out for Ukraine. But he didn't look all that great. And I think that's how Dempsey's going to look. I mean, he could obviously still play if he wants to. Look, Jermaine Jones will probably be our center back at 39 years old or 42, however old he's going to be at the next uh, World Cup. So, I mean, that's not out of the question. But if it were up to me, this is Dempsey, I don't even think should be in uh, the Copa Centenario I think he should bow out and let the young kids get that experience that they're going to need. This is the last major uh, competition for the U.S. Let those young kids learn what it's like. So when they go to the World Cup, they have a little bit more experience. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I just I kind of I just want to see Pulisic play a lot. A I lot. Mean, yeah. I, I mean, look, look, we saw I don't know if you've seen some of the friendlies. Nagby, the the Nagby Pulisic connection yeah. is is going to be is the future. <laughs> destroy it looks good yeah i can't wait for it and it allows michael bradley to sit back a little bit oh beautiful that's where he wants to be yeah yeah so so yeah 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Wando should bow out. I'm not so sure. Thank you for everyone who keeps putting that New York is yeah. red. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you. I get it that I'm Wait. wearing an NYCFC jersey. Very <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, I have nothing to say to that uh, besides maybe next time we'll get here. I know we haven't in Hopefully four Hopefully we got, what, three, four weeks? Fifth time's the charm, <laughs> right? One Anyone? day. Oh, my God. We're going to run up. Uh, Our grandkids are going to tell us a story about how NYCFC beat Red Bull. And I'm not sure we're going to believe it, but we're going to be very excited about when we When NYCFC wins, there is going to be... We're gonna have a parade down the canyon of heroes because yeah. it is just as big as a, the, a ticker, giant super bowl ticker, take <laughs> champagne parade uh when we finally beat and i'll say the last thing uh you guys won seven nothing and we still beat you in attendance the next week come on son so yeah fi- come on financially we're winning that's all that matters yeah, right? which is really all that matters <laughs> we're crying uh well anyway listen uh I guess we yeah, did it. We, we did, did it. it. Yeah. Thank you guys for uh, for watching, for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Make if you guys are listening, thank you so much. If you guys are watching on Facebook Live, those of you who are watching, uh, if you want to listen to the rest of the podcast, the stuff we recorded before, go to soccercooligans.com or look up Cooligans on iTunes. Uh, we're there. And, uh, you know, we want you guys to listen. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, send us an email, soccercooligans at gmail.com. My name is Alexis Guerreros. You can find me on Twitter at NotAlexis. Same thing on Instagram and on Snapchat. I'm Alexis Guerreros. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. You can find me on Twitter at Chris Polanco. On Instagram at Christian underscore Polanco. I couldn't get the same <laughs> damn username. God, I hate you, Chris Polanco, whoever you are on Instagram. <laughs> uh, and uh, and that, and make sure to follow Soccer Cooligans. Uh, we put out a bunch of uh, new videos uh, on YouTube, on on Facebook, on like our Instagram. Facebook page, the whole thing. It's a uh, it's goddamn empire we're, we're building. We're doing the whole thing. When people ask, "What are you?" We're everything. We're everything. And we're everywhere. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. You guys are amazing.